0: One of the biggest complaints I hear from photographers is that they are not booking enough clients or hardly any at all. Well, if you haven't already heard, the Boost Your Bookings Bootcamp event is coming up really soon. During this five-day virtual live event, I'm going to be sharing real strategies that lead to being a profitable photographer. Some of the strategies we will be covering include how to stand out in a saturated market, pricing mistakes you're probably making, and marketing myths you are believing, to name a few. What would more clients on your books mean to you? Our next virtual live five-day boot camp is starting soon, and it's only $17 to join. You can go to brookjefferson.com bootcamp to get signed up. This small investment could be the difference between you staying in the same place and skyrocketing your business this year. We tend to wear too many hats, we tend to wear the busy badge, and we tend to put so much on our plates that we go into panic and shutdown mode, and I am going to be speaking to you today. I want you to hear me when I tell you this, that one, you don't have to do it all. You were not made to do it all, to carry it all, at all. That is not what you were created for, and it's okay to ask for help, so ask for help. Are you a photographer looking to build a five or six figure business that has both time and financial freedom? Maybe you're struggling to get clients on your books that don't know what to do to bring in your next lead. Maybe you're frustrated with social media because you see it working for other photographers, but you aren't seeing any results. Maybe you're an established photographer with a solid client base, but you're looking to go next level. The truth is that taking pretty pictures just isn't enough anymore. In order to build that dream career as a photographer that you had when you first got into this industry, it's going to take a toolkit of business skills, marketing strategies, and accountability. Hi, I'm Brooke Jefferson, a lifestyle photographer, marketing strategist, and business coach for photographers. Welcome to the Book More Clients Photography Podcast, where I share tried and true marketing strategies, interview other photographers and experts, and pull back the curtain on what it really takes to be the go to photographer in your specialty. My goal is to help you turn your business both profitable and purposeful. If you're ready, let's jump on into today's show. Hey, friend. Today, we are going to do a deep dive into a topic that has been one of the number one posts in the group now i know that a lot of the podcast topics i create come from someone wanting to hear it right um but this is one that is absolutely life-changing it will transform the way that you are running your life in your business it's a topic that i think every woman and man if you are listening i know there are dedicated men that listen to this podcast as well but i am mainly going to be speaking to the women because we tend to wear too many hats, we tend to wear the busy badge, and we tend to put so much on our plates that we go into panic and shutdown mode. And I am going to be speaking to you today, if that's you. So I am asked all the time, How do you do it all? You are super woman, Brooke. I don't understand how you are all of these things. And the truth is, I don't manage it all. I don't do it alone. I used to, and we're going to get into that, but I was dropping balls left and right. I was either the worst wife ever, the worst mom ever, the worst business owner ever, and we will dive into that in a little bit, but we are going to specifically do a deep dive into the four things you must have in order to truly have a work-life balance. And the four topics we're gonna dive into are boundaries, outsourcing, time blocking, and automation. So, we're gonna talk about all four of these things. Now, here's the deal I know you're busy, I know that you are pinched for time. So, if this episode gets really, really long, I want you to have my approval, right? my stamp of approval, that it's okay to listen to this episode in chunks, okay? So listen to the boundaries chunk first, and then later on when you're folding laundry or when you're doing the dishes, come back and listen to outsourcing. But I want you to commit to yourself that you are going to finish this episode in the next two weeks. Whatever it takes, you're going to finish this episode. And I know for a lot of you, you're going to binge the whole episode, but I'm also going to invite you to to listen to it again, because there's probably going to be certain things that stick out to you the first time you play this versus the second time you play it as well. So this needs to be your little pick-me-up. Anytime you're feeling stressed, you feel like you're ready to throw in that towel, you feel like you're the worst mom on the planet or like you have just completely failed your marriage, come press play to this again because none of those things are true. It's just something is missing. One of these four areas of your life, either A, don't exist, or B, you can do better. And so we are gonna dive in to all of this. I hope you're ready. All right, so let's kick this off with area number one, boundaries. So before I get into this, though, I want to explain the main places that I show up in my life and the hats that I wear. So first off, I am a wife. I am a mom to two kids, ages four and seven. I am a part of one of our community clubs, and I play the role of, or I don't play the role, I guess I am the role of secretary. This is a community where we put on a pageant, a scholarship pageant, and we basically find ways to give back to the community. So we do fundraisers with the women in our club, and then we turn around and we're using all of the funds to give back to our community. So that's another thing that I do. I'm a photographer, right? So I play the photographer in my own local business. I also wear the hat of being a business coach and an educator to you guys which could include the podcast under that umbrella. And then there's other things that I do as well that aren't as primary, um, but there's other hats that I still wear outside of those things I just listed. And that's why a lot of people from the outside looking in just assume I have it all together. And newsflash, if that's what you think, I don't have it all together. I have learned a lot through the years. And this first area, Boundaries, is probably the hardest for me to be honest with you because I, I'm just not very good at boundaries and I'm still working on getting my boundaries to be better it's just hard. It's hard. For some of you, you are phenomenal at boundaries. You know when you're giving too much of yourself. Some of you probably even um stop looking at your phone after a certain time in the night. I certainly don't. It's something that I need to do, but I don't. Um there's boundaries in business, there's boundaries in life. One of the key pieces of boundaries is learning to say no that's really, really hard until you learn how to flex that muscle. So I used to, even in my own business, used to basically take any client that would roll in anything. And I would say yes to every single person. And then I would be resentful because I was shooting things that I didn't necessarily get excited about, right? A, wasn't very good at it. B, didn't wanna do it. And so I found myself trying to serve all of these people. And I, you know, back before I had boundaries, I also was not charging hardly anything. And so I just felt burnt out, right? So fast. So saying no is the first point that I wanna bring out to you. You have got to flex saying no. Right now, you've gotta decide in this very season of my life, what are my priorities? And what are the things that I am going to say no to? For me, there are seasons where I am saying yes to everything that my kids want to do, right? It's it's about fostering their growth, their imagination and all the things. And so I'm coming up in a season, now that we're in the spring, I'm coming up in a season where it's going to be yes to kids' sports, yes to anything that has to do with helping my kids, you know, Flourish in the sports that they're going to be playing and in the activities that they're going to choose to do. So, what that means is if I'm saying yes to that, that's a lot of time, that's a lot of effort. It also means I'm going to have to say no to certain things. And so, my season of no coming up is going to be I can only take on one session a month, or not a month. I'm so sorry. Hold on. One session a a weekend once a month, okay? So that's three weekends where I'm saying no to the sessions. Unless you can book me on one of my designated weeknights where we've already made a plan for this, um, I cannot take on your session. And that's gonna be for two solid months. It's gonna be for all of May and all of June. And I'm gonna stick to that. So the very first thing is setting boundaries. What are the appropriate boundaries for your business? when are you going to allow client communication how are you going to allow client communication how many times are you going to say yes to your work and no to your family one of the hardest things i had to learn was that when you say yes to something you in turn say no to something else so if you're saying yes to your business in this season I want you to be very aware that you're saying no to your family, no to that friend's baby shower invitation that's going to show up and you've already got a wedding on your calendar, or uh, you're saying no to the girls night invitation because you chose in this season that you were going to uh, really hustle in your business and try to book yourself for four sessions a week, whatever that looks like. It's not wrong to have seasons where, you know, in this season your marriage comes first and this other season your work might have to take priority. And I'm not ever saying to put something over your marriage, but I'm just saying there are seasons, like if you're trying to leave your full-time job in the next, I would say, six to 12 months, you're in a season where you are going to have to say, you know, more yeses to the hustle and getting your business out there and getting everything prepared, saving money. It's probably going to be saying no to like nights out, maybe no to dinners out and more dinners in your home. So, it doesn't matter whatever your priority for this season is. I am not shaming you into whatever that is. I'm making you aware that you're going to need boundaries. You're going to need a flex. You're saying no muscle. And you're going to have to be prepared that when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And as long as you know that ahead of time, and so does your family or your spouse or whoever it is that's going to be affected by those decisions, and everyone's on the same page, then it's a go. It's a green light, Right? So that's the first thing. You've got to just get clear about your boundaries. Look at what your goals are, look at what season you're in and set some hard boundaries. And then you have to stay accountable to them, and that's the hard part, okay? That is the hard part. If you're telling yourself in this season it's a no for me for weekend sessions, then you've really got to get your boundaries right and understand that you're not going to be able to let yourself in. It's kind of like when we do the ridiculous diets of no sugar and all of that. And I'm not saying ridiculous as in they're stupid, but just like it's hard, right? It's not the norm. And so when you are trying a diet, And you're trying to get your body used to it, or you're so used to eating whatever you want, whenever you want. It is really hard. And that's why the whole term cheat meals became a thing. So don't let yourself cheat. Don't give in because it's going to be that much harder for you to really flex, again, the no muscle. And for you to set those boundaries. So that's number one. You've got to set boundaries and then get an accountability partner. Maybe it's your spouse. And I do this all the time. (laughs) I tell my husband, listen, here's my goal. Here's where my focus is. Please, the next time I ever say, uh, so-and-so wants to book me for a Saturday session, you tell me, no, hey, you said that you weren't going to take sessions on the weekends for May and June. And so... Unless that's your one Saturday, it's a no, right? Have someone hold you accountable. This could be a business coach. This could be an accountability program. It could be whatever you want it to be. But set your boundaries, flex your no muscle, and get an accountability partner. Okay, that's part one, boundaries. Okay, so this is the part that every single one of you can do. And this is the part that really truly makes all the difference before you do all the other things. So this is probably what you are going to want to dig into before you decide exactly what you want to outsource and what your boundaries are and all of that. So time blocking. Here's the trick with this. We all have the same 24 hours a day and the thing about time blocking is that we are, it's not necessarily being a slave to your schedule or having to be rigid and not ever do anything on the fly. It's just, it's supposed to help you really see what, what dedicated blocks of time you have to do certain things. Okay. So before you even like grab a calendar, or try to even get your days organized. You need to think about what's going in them. Okay. So like for me, here are things that I w- I have to make time for. Number one, I have to make time for my kids. So picking them up from school, what do we do after school? Do they have homework? What does that look like? So that's the first thing. Then the next thing I know is I definitely have to have time to be able to edit sessions. I have to be able to have time to take sessions. Um, I have to have time every single day to be able to check in with my clients, answer emails. I just go through the business list and everybody's business is going to look different. So I want you to think about what are the things that you're going to do for every single client and how often is that going to occur? Some other things would be exercise, getting ready in the morning, do you have a job? you know? And so once you look at all the things that you have time to do, eating, do you, are you doing a lunch break? Are you eating breakfast? Are you cooking dinner? Are y'all doing family time? What does all of that look like? Are you guys in extracurricular activities? Do you have other things that you are a part of that you go to? Do you guys go to church on Wednesdays? Do you go to church on Sundays? You really have to think about it like this. And I pretty much only time block Monday through Friday and then my Saturdays and Sundays. I still use the time blocking principles, but it's not as rigid because I typically am not carrying a heavy weight into the weekend. So once you know, again, all the priorities, all the things you absolutely have to do and want to make time for, that is where the time blocking comes in. So Here's the thing, this goes back to boundaries and setting your priorities. You have to know, again, what season are you in? Are you in a season where you've got to spend the majority of your time with your family and your kids or are you in a season where it's more business-driven and your family knows that the next season it's gonna flip-flop and that they're gonna have all of your time and attention after that? So once you know that, then you can start creating these blocks of time. So from the time you wake up in the morning to the time you go to bed, I want you to be very realistic with yourself. How much time is it going to take you to do certain things? So for me, every single morning, I guess I'll just walk you, the best way I can do this is I'll just walk you through how I basically have my days set up. And it is different from week to week, but we'll just talk about this week in particular. So um, today's the Monday that I am recording this. And I wake, let's see, I woke up around a little before seven. I am not a morning person at all. I'm telling y'all that right now. So I woke up at seven and I knew that from seven to eight, my only focus is waking my kids up, getting them ready for school, feeding them breakfast and sending them out the door. That's it. That's all I'm doing from seven to eight a.m. It's kid focused. It's getting everybody ready to leave the house. Okay. Then at eight o'clock, I know that I give myself one hour to get myself in the shower, get ready, and then clock into my workday between nine and 10 a.m. So while I'm in the shower, which y'all are like, why do we care? Right. Um, I am always listening to a podcast of some sort. So that's like Basically for me that's just that's my meantime. That's my let me get some inspiration in my earbuds in the morning. So I have a little Bluetooth speaker in the shower and I listen to a podcast episode, typically 20 minutes or less, while I'm taking a shower and getting dressed and then heading to get ready. If I haven't finished the episode, I will finish the episode out while I'm putting my makeup on and getting completely ready for the day. Once I'm done with that, typically takes around like 30 to 40 ish minutes. I still have 20 minutes. So I make my, I drink an herbal tea every single morning. So that takes like five minutes to make because you got to like melt the tablet and all of that stuff. And so once that's done, then I go spend the rest of the 20 minutes doing quiet time, whatever that looks like. Could be devotional, meditation reading my Bible. um, And guys, I'm talking like dabbling in this stuff. I don't spend like the full one to two hours that some people talk about doing all these things. I just realistically half an hour or less. And so I get what I need for the day. And then I'm ready to usually dive into my work between nine and 10 a.m. And that looks different every day. Some days it's record podcast. Some days it's immediately dive into gallery editing. Some days it's, I have to hop on a team meeting with my team for the education side of my business. It just, there's a lot of things. Some days it's, I have to immediately dive into a training inside of the Blueprint program with one of those coaches or one of those additional bonus trainings. So it looks different, but basically I am working on my business and you guys have to remember I work from home. I'm full time in what I'm doing. So from nine to noon, I am doing business related things. I'm going to be hopping on a clubhouse chat in about 20 minutes after I record this podcast. So then I take a lunch break from 12 to 1. And yes, I really do try to give myself a lunch break. Some days it looks like 15 minutes because I'm just that busy and trying to get these projects done. Other days, it's a full hour, and sometimes it's one of those where I'm like, I really don't want to pull the laptop back out and get back to work, but I do anyway. It's the same way that you guys feel at um, your jobs if if you are at a full-time or a part-time job. Then from, I know that I typically have from one to two o'clock, one more solid hour to complete whatever it was I was doing, either hop on a coaching call, whatever it is that I have scheduled for that day. And then from two to three, it's right before school pickup. And so if I have any errands to run, if I'm mailing things, if I need to go to the grocery store... Um, If there's anything that I need to do that has to do with home life, sometimes if I don't have any errands to run, this is where I will do some laundry. I will just pick up the house if there was anything left out from the morning. I try to stay on top of it. And that's really where your time blocking is important. Because for me, I used to be so stressed about a clean house, how things were never picked up. I used to be so nervous about the laundry, how it would just pile and pile and pile. And by the time I got to it, we were 10 loads in. And I basically have just learned if I'll just give myself even an hour, maybe even 15 minute spurts throughout the day to just tackle the small things. By the end of the day, half of it's already been done and I just don't feel that overwhelmed. So if that is you, there's a particular chore or something like a housework project that's just driving you nuts, put it in your calendar. Even if you're making progress on something, it truly does help you feel accomplished and like you're able to check things off your to-do list and you just feel better about the home you're in and all of those things. Then from 3 to 3.30, it's kid pickup. I'm picking up the kids, taking them everywhere they need to be, dropping them off, or even sometimes just coming straight home. And then after that, it looks different every single day. It just depends. Do we have practices? Um, Do the kids want to go play outside? Do I have a, you know, a last minute call? Um, It just depends. So think about those things too. And then at night is when you've got to prep for dinner. You've gotta eat, right? So the question is, what does it look like? Are you going to call in and order your food, do takeout and just bring it home? What does that look like? How long does that take? What time do you need to do that? Are you going to cook? So do you need to run by the grocery store on your way home from your job, get the ingredients you need for that night, come home, cook it, and have a family meal together? Do you do a meal delivery service where you already have everything that you need, you just need to make the time to actually make it? Whatever that looks like, Put it in your schedule or that's when you're going to start dropping the ball and not being able to do it. And I know this sounds so simple, but I'm hoping there's at least one or two of you like me where dinner seriously is your last thought or was for me. And it can't be. We have to fuel our bodies. We have to eat. Not only that, a lot of us are moms listening to this. We have to feed our family, right? It can't be our last thought. And then after that, it's just what do you want your evening to look like? For some of you, your evening is your work time. Nothing wrong with that, but you need to time block it in. And you cannot miss your sleep, all right? So losing out on sleep cannot be an option. And so for some of you, you've got to go back to your priorities. What's your priority in this season? What does it look like? Do you need to take less sessions? Do you need to increase your prices so you can take less sessions? Do you need to... Start making that exit plan from your full-time job so that you're able to meet your business income and be able to serve your clients at a higher capacity. That's something that you need to really figure out when it comes to bathing your children at night. Do you need to switch off with your husband? Do you have an older kid at home that could help you out with that? So you really just have to evaluate what does your lifestyle look like? What season are you in? What are your priorities and how can I time block this? It's important. It's important, and I feel like a lot of people, when they don't stick to their time-blocked schedule, that's when you start dropping balls. That's when you had all this time that you could have been editing, but when you look back at your week, you're like, wow, instead I just scrolled Instagram on the couch for an hour and a half when I could have just been knocking out the editing, right? So you've got, again, boundaries, outsourcing, time blocking, and the last part of this equation is automation. And I'm really excited to talk about automation because this is something that is absolutely available to you and is vital to your business and your life. So we're gonna chat different ways that you can automate things so that you don't have to be present all of the time. All right, so let's chat about the final piece of the puzzle here, and that is automation so i try to automate as much as i possibly can and so a good example of this is to think back in older times older days people who didn't have dishwashers right used to hand wash every single dish and dry every single dish same thing with clothes it was a long tedious process but things have been created to help it go faster. So like when I do my laundry, I drop it in the washer. I get, you know, I throw in the, the Tide Pod and then I get to press start and walk away. And I know that my laundry is going to get washed. And then again, I get to put it in the dryer and it's like an automated process. So it's saving me time. So knowing that, I want you to think about certain things in your business and in your life that you could throw on automation. This could be setting your bills on auto payments. I do this because I have a tendency to forget. (laughs) And then I will get a notice that we no longer have car insurance because I forgot to send in the payment. So now everything is on an automated payment system. So that's the first thing. The next thing is, In my business, I have a complete booking system, the CRM, all of that with Irisworks, which we have talked about before. And Irisworks has saved so much time because I used to operate my photography business by having to manually do everything. So having to remember to write them in the planner, having to remember to get back to so-and-so, having to remember what dates I was available. And it was crazy. Like the amount of heaviness that it gave me mentally was ridiculous. And I know some of you are nodding because you're like, I do this now and I feel crazy. Well, you don't have to feel crazy. What you need to do is put your business on automation. So get a CRM system like Irisworks or HoneyBook or Sprout Studio or whatever else is available to you. Find the one that works best for you and get on it and use it because it will completely streamline your business, it will send your emails for you, it will help you with client communication, it will help you when people reach out on your website, you don't have to worry about having to check your inbox every five minutes. There's just so many things that you can do with a booking system and a CRM management system and I really highly recommend that you invest in one of those sooner rather than later because it will change your life. And a lot of times people are like, I really wish I could book more clients. But the truth is some of you aren't ready for more clients. If I told you, hey, tomorrow you're gonna get 12 inquiries in your email inbox and like 10 out of 12 of those people are gonna message you back and book you. You guys would either feel super confident because you have a booking system and you have your your business completely streamlined and you're ready to rock and roll. And some of you are going to be in sweats because you know you're going to drop the ball on people because you don't even know where to start because you don't have systems and processes. So I really want you to take that into consideration that if you want a booming business, you want more clients through your door, you've got to be prepared and ready for them. Okay, so another way that you can bring in automation into your business and specifically with your marketing is to start planning your social media at least two weeks in advance. So I would recommend you work your way up to having everything done 30 days in advance, but I know that is a really tedious task if you've never done this before. So I want you to consider getting the app Planoly or Preview app or Tailwind or whatever it is. And I want you to just do the free version for now and test it out. I want you to be able to have an entire two weeks worth of captions written, which if you guys have heard me preach on social media, you know that I'm not asking you to have 14 days of posts. I'm asking you to show up three to four times a week. So for some of you I'm talking about, I want you to be able to have six captions ready to go paired with six images or six carousels or six whatever it is you're going to be sharing and have it loaded and scheduled out in this app And then you can still manually go through and post it on your own, but at least you know what to pull from and you're not looking at your social media every single time, tapping your foot, knowing I need to post something. It's been so long, but I don't know what to say. I don't know what to share. And let's just like completely get rid of all of that and schedule out your social media every two weeks so that you don't have to ask those questions. You don't have to feel overwhelmed and quite honestly, you don't have to put out crappy content. If I'm being honest, the reason that your content's not converting is probably because you're not putting a lot of effort into it. But before I go down that tangent, I just want you to think about that is an awesome idea. That is something that I need to do and then do it. Put your social media on automation. Okay, the last example I have for you in this category, there are so many things, you guys, that you can automate in your life and business, but this is one for your life. And this is something that I have very recently started doing I've gone through seasons where I've done this but now I am doing this again and that is automating both your grocery shopping and what you are going to have for dinner so I know we talked a little about this in the outsourcing section but I want to talk about this again so I signed up for a meal service. And I was really kind of nervous about how this was gonna go because we live in a small town and it's not like we live in a city where people are used to delivering fresh groceries to. Um, And I know it sounds crazy, but like a lot of times, When I was using a different company, the boxes would show up and they're supposed to be refrigerated and they were all thought out and disgusting that I had to throw the entire box in the trash and then go request a refund. So needless to say, I was a little bit nervous to do this option, but hopefully this next story will inspire you if you are in a small town that it totally can work for you. So the meal service that we're using now is Home Chef. And what I do is I just don't have the time to drive an hour to another town to the grocery store. We have one in town, but they don't have everything that I need to cook with. And they especially have very limited options for like eating better, like gluten-free, organic, that type of thing. And I by no means have a super clean diet, but I really do try in certain parts of my meals. And so all that to say, I just found myself constantly without time to go grocery shopping, and then it, it's like a three-hour hassle, so it doesn't just take me five minutes down the street, an hour grocery shopping, and five minutes back. No, this is like a three- or four-hour process. I have to drive an hour there, spend an hour or so there getting everything that I need, standing in line, getting it loaded, an hour back home, and then anywhere from like 20 to 30 minutes unloading and putting everything away, so uh, it's... A process. And I'm finding myself not having as much time as I used to. And so what I've decided to do was use this meal service to double up on my grocery shopping and to have meals just delivered to me. Everything came so beautifully packaged. I mean, like I was actually kind of in shock and everything's labeled for what it's for and everything sits in one section of my refrigerator. Love it. It's amazing. I look at the little meal cards and decide what we're going to eat. It also tells you how soon you need to cook it um, from the date that you get it. And so that's really helpful in deciding what day I'm going to cook what. And the meals were really good too, by the way. Okay, so all of that to say, um, I wish this was a sponsored episode by Home Chef, but it's not. However, um, if you're interested in more details or a discount code, you guys know you can always DM me for that and I'll share it with you. But So all that being said, that is one way that has completely freed up my time and like the meals are so easy. We're spending like an hour total in the kitchen from the time we prep it, bake it, and eat it. It's amazing. So the other half of automating groceries, and this is something that we all have to do. We're humans, we have to eat, right? The other thing is, if you haven't already been doing the online ordering and grocery pickup, that is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. If you're a busy mom, stop trying to do it all and give yourself grace to be able to use these amazing systems that were put in place. I think it's absolutely amazing that it exists. Um, and even for me, even when I do grocery, pickup. We don't have that option here in my small town. So that would be a day where I plan to go run other errands and I can go ahead and knock out the rest of my grocery list or the toilet paper or whatever else it is that I need and it will all be ready for me. So that part is amazing. So there are so many ways that you can automate your life and your business. You just need to get creative and figure out what's available. I know for some people, automation for you is being able to drop off your laundry somewhere. We actually do have a place like that here where you can drop off your laundry and they will do it for you. And it will be like, beautiful and nice and folded and all you have to do is like separate it out and give it to the to your kids your husband whatever to put away their laundry and then you just freed up like an entire afternoon not having to do it load by load by load that's that's my next step i'm building up and working my way to that so How do you manage it all? Well, you have to go through these four areas of your life and you have to do it in this order. You've got to set your boundaries and priorities. You've got to outsource something. Even if it's one thing, get it off your plate. You have to be very diligent with time blocking and using the time that you have to make sure that those are a direct reflection of what your priorities are in this season. And then finally, you want to automate as much as possible. So, Guys, I hope that you are breathing a sigh of relief and just understand that no one out there that you are admiring, desiring to have a business like them, no one is doing it all. And if they are, something you're not seeing is being dropped and neglected in the background. And I don't want you to walk away from this episode feeling guilty about how you're currently living your life and running your business. I want this to be the fuel to your fire for you to be like, I feel so confident. I can absolutely go through all four of these areas and I am dedicated to being a better wife, a better mom, a better business owner, a better person, a better daughter of God, whatever you want, okay? Whatever hat you're wearing, I want this to be the fuel to your fire And I want you to hear me when I tell you this, that one, you don't have to do it all. You were not made to do it all, to carry it all at all. That is not what you were created for. And it's okay to ask for help. So ask for help, ask for help, okay? And go through all of these four areas and implement what I said today. Implement one thing from each area and I promise you your life and business will run smoother than it is right now. Okay, this was a loaded episode, but I really want you to listen to this episode more than once. Listen to it in sections. Repeat the section you need over and over again, and I would love to hear how this podcast is going to change your business. Like, please keep me updated. You know where you can find me. Email, Instagram, Facebook. Come talk to me. I want to hear about it. Come post in the social selling group. What did you think about the episode today? If you've never left me a review, I really want to invite you to go ahead and do that right now if you're listening on Apple or iTunes. I wish this was available for all of you wonderful Spotify users, but it's not yet. I hope that'll be something that maybe in the future they'll change. But for now, if you are an Apple user, every single review helps. It helps me get amazing guests on this show. It helps me be able to get the message out to more photographers who are feeling overwhelmed in their business who desire to have a full-time income business. And I would just really, really appreciate it. And of course, that helps me tailor content to fit your needs. So I can't wait to hear from you. I want you to, again, just feel peace. Feel peace right now. Have grace on yourself and go get your life managed, okay? I'll see you guys on the next episode.